Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon's private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Ecomsi, the place of everything related to Amazon FBA product level and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecomsi. And today we bring you another special guest. Her name is Megla, and she's the co-founder of the India Sourcing uh, Network. Uh, basically, they specialize on everything that has to do with India. And this means, you know, supporting you with your journey when it comes to sourcing, creating amazing events, which we're going to be speaking about on this episode happening next week in India and much more. And I'm super excited to have Megla on today's show because actually myself, I'm coming back from India. I was in India this week and I had an amazing first time experience going there, going to a trade show that is one of the biggest one in India's one. And I have a lot of insights to also share and have, you know, a conversation with Megla and, and basically, you know, provide you guys with as much value as possible. But in the meantime, you know, Megla, I want to welcome you once more to the show and thank you for being here. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Francesco, for having me on the show. And yes, uh, very excited that you came to India, even though we couldn't meet up, uh, the timing didn't work out. But yeah, I was very happy to see that you came over here and hopefully you'll join us again next year too. <laughs> yeah, of course, 100% I will. I, I know this year, unfortunately, is, is coinciding with, with my birthday. Uh, but you know, yeah, definitely the experience of going to India was amazing. Like, you know, especially the fact that you have certain um, certain things in your mind about what you can expect about a country in terms of culture, food, and 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 etc. But when you go there, you realize that it's even much more than that. Like you know, the interaction with the people I had there, the 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 relationships, the partnerships I met, um, it, it was amazing. And not only that, I had the opportunity to see in first in, in yeah in first person basically everything that's going on there in India because you could see you know. A lot of videos and all of that, but it's not the same as you know touching the pros yourself, seeing the quality of the manufacturers are there. And I'm sure you see this on a daily basis. But for me, seeing the potential that India has, that I have I haven't basically identified before, was mind blowing for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're absolutely right. You know, this is one of the things that I find hard to explain to people. Like everybody, of yeah. course, thinks that China is the number one place to go, right, for no. sourcing. But I mean, we try to explain to people, hey, India has a lot of opportunity. There's so many products that can be sourced from India. So until yeah. and unless people come here, they see a trade show like this and they meet manufacturers, it's hard for people to comprehend and you know get a, get a handle around what, all the different types of products that are available. And I mean, the quality of products is really good too. Yeah. Um, I mean, you went to the trade show, even though that trade show was more domestic focused, mm -hmm. like if you go to an export focused trade show, the quality of the products and everything is even much better. Mm -hmm. And the designs that you see at those types of fairs are also catered to, you know, Western tastes and Western nice. markets based on their design, uh, you know, requirements of, of those markets. So yeah, yeah. amazing. I, 
Yeah, I think actually the domestic side of things from my perspective yeah. was actually a, a, an advantage because you could find very niche things that you wouldn't find Correct. in other yeah. international uh, uh, trade shows. And I got some nice ideas, which, by the way, right now I'm in conversation with some manufacturers to see how we could potentially bring these products to, you know, Europe and the USA. So it, it was very good experience. And that's why I wanted to bring in the show, because I think we need to bring more uh, to the radar of e-commerce and Amazon sellers why India is also an option. As you say, there's always people get into the close mentality that China is the only option. But China, uh, but right. sorry, India has many uh, things to offer as well. And maybe you can tell us a little bit more about what are some of the specialties when it comes to India? Of course, I saw them when I was there, but it would be great if you can also share with us, like, what are some of the niches or materials, maybe, that you would say India is really the place to be right now? Yeah, yeah I mean, one of the, uh, you know, advantages of sourcing from India is that there's so many unique products that are only yeah. found in India. They're not found in other countries, right? So, I mean, you must have seen all of those beautiful products that are made out of natural materials such as wood, metal, um, you know, there's leather, glass, ceramic. So, and one of the reasons why these products are unique is because there are these clusters around India. There are different cities that specialize in manufacturing these products. And there are artisans that have been producing these products for generations. And the skill sets have been transferred from, mm -hmm. you know, one generation to the other. And um, so there are manufacturers and exporters in these areas that actually leverage the skill sets of the artisans and they export to Western markets. So the manufacturers, exporters, they know what the tastes are of the Western mm -hmm. markets. They have designers, they exhibit at trade shows overseas. And then, you know, they, they leverage the skills of the artisans to produce products that are then exported. So that's the beauty. And even though these products are made by artisans, it's not like they are, um, you know, only on a small scale, they are scalable. Because sometimes mm -hmm. when people think that, oh, these are handmade products, you can probably only buy like, uh, you know, 50, 100 pieces. What if you want to buy a container? But that's the beauty of it, that this is scalable. So a lot of these manufacturers, they have, yeah. you know, very good setups in terms of the factories and they hire artisans and they also, um, you know, they can, they can uh, hire artisans on a part-time basis as well in case they have large orders. So even though they're handcrafted products, they are very, very scalable. The second advantage I would say specifically for Amazon e-commerce sellers is the low MOQ. So because mm -hmm. a lot of these items are handmade, uh, you could source maybe, you know, 50, 100 pieces as well. And that's very advantageous, especially if you're a new seller, if you don't want to invest, you know, thousands of dollars in one SKU, if you just want to maybe test a couple of SKUs and you yeah. want to see what sticks and then you want to, you know, sort of go grow big. So that's another advantage. Um, Indian suppliers also have something that's known as MOV, which is minimum order value. Basically, what yeah. that means is they'll say, okay, you can place an order of, let's say, you know, $10,000 mm -hmm. and then you can mix and match and have different SKUs. So that's also very advantageous because that allows you to, again, experiment and test different SKUs, you know, at a time without having to invest a lot in one particular SKU. So that's another advantage. Then I would say English speaking, like most of the suppliers, yeah. I'm sure when you went to the trade show, yeah, communication right. was so much easier, right, with the suppliers as well. So sometimes in China, things get lost in translation, but that yeah. doesn't really happen in India. Yeah. In terms of products, you know, there's all of these handicraft products, of course, that are made from natural mm -hmm. materials, such as wood, metal, ceramic, glass. There's beautiful leather that's that's coming from India, and there are different types of leather. So there's equestrian leather um, that is used for, you know, things like harnesses and um, dog leashes. So that's sort of a thicker leather. Then there's also uh, leather apparel. So the softer yeah. leather that's used for leather jackets or leather apparel and bags. 
Um, then we also have apparel and textiles. That's a huge category from India. In fact, that is one of India's major export um, sectors, textiles and apparel, and specifically uh, cotton textiles. So India really okay. specializes in cotton and other natural textiles as well, such as silk, wool, um, and organic cotton is also another big category from yeah. India. In fact, there are more GOT certified factories in India than there are in China. So if you are looking yeah. for organic um, you know, cotton, whether it's furnishings or, or apparel, then India is a really good place for that too. And then lastly, I would say eco-friendly products. So if you are in that niche of eco-friendly products, there's huge variety and lots of options available. Um, you know, there's so many beautiful materials that companies are experimenting with. For example, they're using things like banana fiber or cactus <laughs> or <Nice>. cork, <laughs> you know, those sort of things to make different products like bags and, and stationery. Yeah. Of course, these materials are still not, um, you know, they're not produced at a, at a mass scale. They're still very yeah. niche materials, but that's the direction in which a lot of suppliers are going in. So in the future, you know, down the line, a lot of these materials will become mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, that the last part you mentioned, that's something that shocked me. Uh, that was the how open and ready they are for um, things that are environmental friendly. Like I remember seeing this manufacturer that uh, his specialty is to do the furniture with basically recycled yeah. tires, right? So everything's made yeah. of rubber, right? <laughs> And I was like, wow, I never thought of that in such an amazing niche because I'm sure if you bring this product to the US and you do an amazing yeah. brand about, you know, what you're doing with the environment and basically using old tires to do furniture, it's like things like this. And that's one single example, but there were many more, as you mentioned, things made of X amount of materials. So that's something that impressed me yeah. because you never think that India would be one of the leaders when it comes to environmental things. Because that's the that's the the impression they give you from outside. But once you go inside, you realize it's, it's a completely different world. Um, and the last thing uh, that I also agree is the MOQ. I remember talking to manufacturers at the trade show, yeah. and they could tell me, "Yes, we can do you five, ten, fifty. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like we can customize it and everything. A completely different than what you could see in China. That they want your minimum commitment of three hundred, five hundred. And it can be very costly, right? And but yes, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, now another thing um, I also want to mention, so then we can jump into another thing is the perception of scale, yeah. right? Um, you yeah. also mentioned something that you know sometimes we might think that uh, going to to India because these are handmade, these are not scalable. And remember having the same conversation with a guy that was making products out of wood. And I saw this town very small and he was yeah. by himself. So I said, yeah, this guy most likely is yeah. not going to be able to do scale. But then he put his yeah. phone out and showed me his factory and like hundreds of people <laughs> inside in front. Like you, you have this massive network, but you come to here with just by yourself on one side. Like that's why yeah. you create that impression. But yeah, the potential is there. And just for everybody listening and watching this, I think, yeah, India is definitely something that you can bring ideas and can be scalable. Now, let's yeah. also talk about, you know, how easy it is to basically um, get a product into from idea to concept in, in India, right? Because, um, you, know, you know, we in China, they're very used to working with molds or, or concept ideas and bring it to a drawing board and give you prototypes fast and all of that. So, of course, I haven't experienced that yet with India because I'm, I'm soon going to start my my sourcing journey. So I want to ask you, how is that process usually work with India? Are they very open to go like very personalized or try things 
new things. So it's more like what they have on, on the shelves and, and that's it. Yeah. No, in fact, Indian suppliers specialize in customization and mm -hmm. they prefer that buyers give their own designs and then they, mm. you know, customize or develop the product from scratch for buyers. So it's it's quite similar to the process in China. In fact, I would say that Indian suppliers are more flexible in terms of customization mm. and product development. Okay. You know, especially if they see that you're you're a well-established buyer and you're you know going to be sourcing in large quantities, they're very open to um, customizing and going out of their way to develop products. Maybe they have to you know source certain materials or or, or parts uh, separately that they currently don't have. So they're you know very willing to do that. Of course, the order also has to be sizable. If it's a very small order, yeah. then you know it doesn't make sense for them to do that. But in general, they're very open. Many of the large suppliers also have their own in-house design teams. Yeah. So in case you just have, uh, you know, a concept, um, you maybe just share it with them, you know, by email or maybe just share a drawing and they can bring that to, um, you know, bring that to life and make a sample out of it. So, you know, just as, as an example, recently we were helping somebody produce a wooden product and mm -hmm. they didn't have like, you know, fancy CAD drawings or anything like yeah. that, but they just actually gave us a drawing like, drawn by yeah. hand and then the measurements were written on on the side and then the supplier took that they made a cad drawing based on that you know hand drawn um, image and then from there they actually produced the, the the product so suppliers are very flexible in all industries whether it's wood glass and a lot of the more well established suppliers they do launch their own designs as well so okay. every season, especially during the trade show, um, if they're you know exhibiting overseas at overseas trade shows, or even if they are at the Delhi Fair, which is one of the major trade shows here in in India, um, they would you know launch their new designs, and you can also customize those designs then. So nice. that's an option too. Good. Yeah. Um, now let's also uh, talk about um, how does it work in terms of um, you know the, the certifications of things and permissions because we know every di different regions have different types of certifications and things that can be validated abroad. So what what has been your experience with that? Have you seen that uh, when it comes to sourcing from India, you need different type of maybe permissions or certificates to export overseas? So you see this is also something easy to streamline once you you know you have all the things from the manufacturer yeah, yeah one thing is that um, um, it's very important to make sure that you are mm -hmm. sourcing from an export ready supplier mm -hmm. because okay. in order to export from India you need or suppliers need an import export code or an IEC okay. code um, okay. and so it's very important to make sure that you are you know, you have a supplier that can export. I have seen instances where, you know, people find a supplier online, they just place an order and then the supplier says, oh, I can't I can export because I don't have the license, right? So that's very important. And then these export-focused suppliers, they are also aware of all the regulations and testing mm -hmm. and certifications that are required. So that's why I tell people, just make sure that they are already exporting or they you know, know how to export. In terms of certifications, um, you know, of course, different countries have different standards yeah. and tests that are required. And there are labs all over India. So you have SGS and, you know, all the major labs are uh, over here in India. So all you need to do is send a product to one of those labs and tell them which country you're exporting to. The labs would know what certifications are required. There are some certifications that are mandatory. Some certifications are 
um, you know, optional. So based yeah. in that, they would do all of the testing and um, give you the certificates. And, you know, sometimes e-commerce Amazon sellers, they think that, oh my God, testing is so expensive and, you know, how am I going to do it? It seems very complicated, but actually it's very simple. And sometimes it just yeah. costs a couple of hundred dollars. And all you need yeah. to do is just ask the supplier to send one sample to the lab and they will take care of everything. So it's actually very simple to do. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a hard process. In fact, we, um, you know, I myself, we have a toy factory that I run with my uncle. So all of our toys are tested mm -hmm. for, you know, European standards, US standards, Australian standards. So we do that on a regular basis. So testing is not a problem at all. Good. Uh, now let's bring to the table, you know, why you're basically planning an India this amazing event, which is the India sourcing trip. Uh, which I find super interesting, especially because as we've been having this conversation from the very beginning, going to India and experiencing these, uh, you know, manufacturing uh, and these suppliers one-on-one -on -one is completely different experience than from overseas, like using something like Alibaba and trying to find them, which is not really the most ideal thing. So can you talk us a little bit about this event? Like what is the mission behind the event and what people, you know, can expect to get out of this? Yeah. Yeah. So whether you're sourcing from India, China, Mexico, yeah. wherever you're sourcing from, I strongly believe that once you travel to the country, once you visit suppliers, you see products, it just changes your entire perspective and it helps um, speed up the sourcing process significantly. Like when you're sourcing online, you're going back and forth with the suppliers. Yeah. Sometimes the samples can take a couple of weeks and then, you know, you're not happy with the sample. You're not happy with the quality. Then you move to the next supplier. So it's a long drawn process. But yeah. when you're there, when you're at the fair, you know, you can touch and feel products. You can talk to suppliers face to face. You get a sense of how uh, good they are at communicating, what their experience is. You can see their entire product range, um, you know, in the booth and you get a sense of what design capabilities they have, mm -hmm. what sort of unique products they have. So that's number one. I mean, there's such a huge difference between sourcing online and, um, you know, going to a trade show and, and yeah. sourcing products. And so that's one thing, um, you know, that's one of the reasons I started the trip because I wanted people yeah. to come to India to discover the products and, yeah. you know, see it for themselves to believe it. Um, yeah. And then secondly, I think the other thing is that, um, you know, China is, of course, the main production hub and it will continue to be the main production hub for a lot mm -hmm. of different product categories for quite a number of years. But the world is changing. Believe it or not, there was a survey done by BCG recently and over 90% of the companies that they interviewed in that survey had mm -hmm. considered uh, expanding their products, yeah. uh, sourcing to other countries. And they had tried it, you know, not only considered, but they had tried it. But only 55% of those who had tried were actually successful. So it's not yeah. easy to diversify and source from a different country because all countries are not China, right? Yeah. But it's really important, I feel, for Amazon e-commerce sellers to diversify because you never know what, what happens, what, what will happen with the international sourcing scene, right? I mean, what happens if China invades Taiwan or, you know, tensions between the West and China um, escalate for some reason? So don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, look at India, Vietnam, Mexico. I know, Vincenzo, you were in Mexico. Mm, That's another yeah. great production hub as well. So look at all of these different places. In terms of the sourcing trip, there are three aspects that we really focus on during the sourcing trip. Now, this is an eight-day trip, and the mm -hmm. three aspects are number one, learning. So there's not a lot of information available about sourcing from India online. 
So we bring together a group of experts that specialize in different topics, such as logistics, quality control, sourcing, finding suppliers. Mm -hmm. We also get people who have, who have experience in sourcing from India. And we put together a conference. So it's a one-day conference called the India Sourcing Conference. And that's where you learn everything there is to sourcing uh, about sourcing from India. And at yep. the same time, we also invite service providers. So logistics, mm -hmm. QC, any type of service that you might need to source from India. So basically, on that one day, you have everything you need. Like you have all of the ammunition that you need to yeah. start sourcing from India, the service providers, the information. Um, and then we also have um, you know, some coaches who joined the trip. And these are mostly e-commerce coaches from the U.S. Yeah. So for the upcoming trip, for example, we've got Sean Hart, who's traveling mm -hmm. with his wife, and Mike Jackness, uh, Dave yeah. Bryant, and Devir Cohen from Israel. <laughs> He's coming mm -hmm. all the way. Um, Chris Thomas, Kylie. So a lot of different coaches. And the idea of you know these coaches is basically they will help people um, in you know identifying products that will sell better on Amazon or how to differentiate products that are available from India. So the coaches are there. Every evening we have mastermind sessions with the coaches. And then we also have a lot of uh, sourcing experts. So within our team, we've got sourcing experts that have experience of like 20 plus years in wood mm -hmm. products, metal products, leather, fashion, apparel. So all of those sourcing experts are available to people as well. So that's one aspect, learning. The second aspect is sourcing. And uh, for sourcing, we go to um, this trade show called the IHGF Delhi Fair, which is okay. the main export-focused fair in India. I know you went to the UP show, but that yeah. was more domestic-focused. Exactly. And you know, even the, the companies there would quote in rupees, and they would you know quote the retail price. Yeah, but of yeah. course, there were some you know exporters as well. But this fair is like the Canton Fair of China. Wow. So it is all okay. exporters, all manufacturers. Um, and so that is the perfect show to join for any anyone who's looking to source products from India. So we visit the show for three days. And again, we have a lot of support at the show as well. We have a VIP buyer's lounge where all of us get together. We do masterminds um, and we do guided tours of the show as well with the coaches. And then we also do factory visits. So after the trip, we have optional factory visits to different cities. So Muradabad, which is the main production hub for metal and wooden products, um, we do factory visits there. And this time we're doing a factory visit to the city of Jaipur that produces okay. a lot of leather, jewelry, fabric, and other types of nice. things. So that's the sourcing part of it. And then the third part is cultural experience. And this to me, I think is very important. And it really helps people understand the culture of India and just immerse themselves in the culture. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, even when you're sourcing from Mexico or China, it's, it's good to understand what yeah, really makes course. people think. Yeah. So we do a Bollywood night that's very famous. And, you know, people <laughs> dress up in saris and <laughs> Indian dresses. And we've got a live band playing uh, like a dance troupe who comes and does some Bollywood dances. And, you know, everybody's got to do some Bollywood moves. So, Vincenzo, when you're coming next time, we'll make sure <laughs> I will, that. For sure. <laughs> I'm known to be a party guy, too. so I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we also go to Taj Mahal, which is one of the seven wonders of the world. Yeah. So we, we take you there, too. And then the food, you know, I put a lot of effort and time wow, into selecting good, good yeah, food good. for people because, yeah. you know, I want people to experience all the different types of cuisines that are available. But also mm -hmm. at the same time, I want to make sure that the food that they get is, you know, not too overwhelming because too much curry can also not, not know, be very good dangerous. on tummy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something that that's we take good. care of. Yeah. yeah and to then be this honest, trip is an all-inclusive trip. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I was just saying, so the trip is an all-inclusive trip where all you need to do is arrive at the Delhi airport and from there on, everything is taken care of for you. Um, so we'll have somebody pick you up at the airport, take you to the hotel, we'll give you SIM cards, um, we'll also, you know, all transportation, meals, everything is included in the in the price that you pay for um, for the trip. And we really take care of people. You know, we have surprises here and there. And basically mm -hmm. our objective is to make sure that you're, we take care of all of the logistics so that you can focus on doing business and you can focus on, you know, learning all about sourcing from India and sourcing good products. I know that's super. Imp I mean, that, that's, that's set alone. The fact that, you know, you basically land in India and everything's sorted for you. you they take you yeah. where you have to go and where you have to do business. That's game changer because again, when you go to a country that you don't even know where to start from, I mean, that, it's, yeah. it's overwhelming, you know, especially a culture or a, a region you've never been. It can be difficult. But on top of that, what I love about your trip is the community and, and the relationships you build, right? It's the opportunity to yeah. not only create friends for life, or, which is basically other Amazon sellers going to India to the same uh, like you, but meeting with these uh, basically mentors and, and coaches that go from different countries of the world with, you know, many years of experience that basically walk the floor with you. They give you tips. You can ask them questions. And it's basically a one-on-one -on -one experience that, you know, through a webcam or through email, you will never get and being there on the floor yeah. and basically see an idea, asking the coach and then asking you and basically creating that brainstorming and taking action is something that can completely change your business. So that's why, uh, yeah, I'm very proud of what you're doing in India. And I think Aww. at the end of the day, what I like the most is that, you are basically showing the potential that India has, you know, it's basically, mm -hmm. if you don't do things like this, you will never know the, the opportunity that people is missing. And, and I felt the same when I went to India this week, like I felt, why I never look at India uh, for certain before, you know? <laughs> so yeah. you opened my eyes. So I feel people is going to feel the same with this trip. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And India can be overwhelming for some people because, I mean, there are 1.4 billion people here, right? So yeah, as soon as you come well, out of the airport, you're like, oh, my God, there's so I many people. So overwhelmed. <laughs> so many people, so many cars. Oh, my God. I said, this is yeah. huge. Yeah. And the distances so as what, well. You're not used to that. The yeah. distances. Yeah. Like from the airport to Greater Noida, where you know, the, the fairs are held one, one hour easily. And if you're, if it's traffic or you know office hours, then one and a half, two hours easily. Yeah. yeah. So the other thing that we do is we prepare people ahead of the trip. So we do a lot okay. of pre-trip webinars to, um, you know, make sure that they understand what to expect once they are over here, because nice. again, it can be overwhelming. So we have like a 10 page document of do's mm -hmm. and don'ts and, nice. you know, how much money to bring and how to tip yeah. people and, uh, you know, sort of etiquette at the trade show and things like that. So that's something that I personally put in a lot of effort into because, um, it can get overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Of course, of course. That's great, Megla. So yeah, thank you very much for, you know, for sharing all these tips and also uh, bringing the highlights of why people must go to India. Of course, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about just to conclude where people can get enrolled into this trip? I know there's still time so people can still uh, get involved and where they can find all the info. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So um, the next trip is October 10th to 17th. So it's about mm -hmm. 10 days away. But there's still time to join because all you need to do is basically get your visa and yeah. get your flight ticket. Asap. That's it. Those yeah. are the two things you need to do. And visa is super easy. You just need to uh, apply online. It takes two days for the visa to come through. 
Um, and then of course your flight ticket. So those are the only two things that you need to do. And um, if you go to indiasourcingtrip.com, that's where you can get more information about the trip, the dates and um, everything else. There are two options available. You can either get a single room in the hotel or you can share a room with um, either a business partner or another attendee. Awesome. Thank you very much, Michael. I'm going to make sure to put everything down in the description. And in the meantime, you know, enjoy India for me. <laughs> I already did it this week, so I'm looking forward to go again next year. But yeah, uh, keep up yeah. with what you're doing. I think, you know, bringing all this awareness to the Indian market is amazing. I'm sure for all the people that already taking part on this trip, they're going to definitely find, a, you know, a lot of great ideas that can definitely change their business. So looking forward to hear your feedback after the event. <laughs> definitely thank you and i look forward to seeing you in india next year yeah let's do it okay thank you bye bye yes thank you bye thanks for listening to the e-commerce lab by ecomc be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode while you are at it we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen that will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it want more Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.